live of Geeks of the Race podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Joe Morgan. Gadzooks! And Shelly Walter. Hello, everyone. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about PUBG, topping Dota 2, Westboro Baptist movie in the works, and the next Marvel TV show. Uh, but first, shout out to Joel Watt and Scott Phillips. They're Patreons uh, at patreon.com slash geeksundergrace. Uh, we're really, really grateful for everyone who donates to Patreon. Um, they specifically have done that goal or whatever. It's not a goal. It's a tier. It's a thing. You click on it, and then we give you a name because you're awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what happens. Reward tier. <laughs> also, before we get into the podcast, pretty exciting. Uh, we've talked about it a little bit like towards the end of the podcast, but for those of you who don't stick around for the whole thing, we're judging you a little bit. But we're going to be having our 100th episode a little early. It'll be September 29th. Uh, 2017, obviously. It's not going to be next year because we're already on episode 95, which is crazy. Uh. But it'll be live at facebook.com slash geeksintergrace and twitch.tv slash geeksintergrace. And we'll be giving away t-shirts. Yeah, I love t-shirts! Four of them as far as I know. Stuff. So if you don't come to have a good time with us, you can at least come for free stuff. Yeah. And then have true. a good time. It's like It's like a college event, pretty much. <laughs> you come for the free stuff you stay for the fun so there you go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um <laughs> uh, yeah it's gonna be a really great time you get to, get to interact with us we always love getting to interact with you uh you get to ask us whatever you want uh we might be doing a few games and then we talked about like 20 fun. questions or something that would be fun if you have any ideas yeah. you want to see us do uh please let us know with the hashtag gugcast and speaking of the hashtag gugcast we didn't really have anything this week. We had responses to the last podcast, which is always awesome. Uh, but no, but, yeah, no specific questions. Uh, so, Joe, what are you geeking out about this week? All right, so I beat two Sega games this week. Sega. Two. Yeah, I spent the last, well, from the time I got out of the hospital until this past week playing through Valkyria Revolution. I still have to write up my review on it, but the game is done. Finally, I can move on. Put that chapter of my life behind me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, it's done. It's it's not a great game. It's really not. <laughs> Dang. That's it's very repetitive and very long. And it's it's very proud of itself. So, maybe okay. maybe don't spend So, your, it's like me. But it's not, <laughs> worth, it's not worth the time put into it, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess we could argue oh, with I your wife on that one. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So no, but so I'm done with that. I moved on. I'm gonna I'm gonna write a review on the site here coming up. Uh, also finished Sonic Mania just last night. My first playthrough of it. Wow. Right. Yeah. So I'm. Who'd you play as? Sonic and Tails. I didn't realize until after the fact that you could pick different starting crews. Oh really? Yeah. I was just it's like just, it's Sonic, Sonic and Tails, or Knuckles. Sonic, Tails, Sonic and Tails, or Knuckles. You can play oh, as just okay. Tails if you want. Right, you can play as Got just it. Tails. Yeah. So I want to play through it again as Knuckles, just because I didn't get any That's... Knuckles action. So I'm being really lenient with it. I'm not trying to play it as I'm trying to play it as little as possible right now. Sure. Because I want it to be my travel game, and I want it to always be fresh when I come back to it. Okay. Uh, my worry is that I'll beat it and then I'll move on, or as this I can play it whenever I'm bored. Okay. Or uh, so I have me and my wife are playing on her account as Sonic and Tails, 
And then I'm being Tails. Okay. Uh, she's not very good at platformers. She's much more of the RPG yeah, player. Yeah, sure. Same. <laughs> and then I'm going to be playing as Knuckles, but I haven't even really started. I've played the first few levels over and over, but I haven't really saved anything that I've liked yet. Uh, so I think I'm going to play through as Knuckles on my own. I'll try to beat it that way. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think a lot of the level design later in the game feels a little bit more restrictive on the speed side of things. But maybe that's okay. just because I'm super familiar with, with a few of those zones earlier in the game. Yeah, so you know exactly where to go. Yeah, but everything is, I mean, you know, after a certain point, everything is created new by hand. Looks and feels like a Sega Sonic game from the Genesis era. It's And it's, it's fun. I enjoyed it's it. It's Saturn era. We had mentioned that a while back, and I couldn't figure out what I was, like, what I had read. So it's Saturn era, and the reason they did that was so that it was as if it upgraded. Okay. Sega Saturn. Oh. Okay. All right. Because so a lot it of it feels like just like the Genesis version. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's good. You should definitely eventually finish it. I'm going to go back and play through it again as Knuckles at some point down down the line. So, did that. I also got to play a couple of early access games that I've written previews up for. Hopefully they'll be on the site soon. One is a MOBA, you know, kind of like uh, Smite or Dota, called Hyper Universe. But it's 2D. It actually plays more like, what's the game called? Awesome Knots? Uh, okay. I've heard of it. So you've got like five levels, and then you have to press left or right, um, and, and it's 2D. Like It controls like a platformer, but it plays like a MOBA. It's pretty neat. There's quite a bit of variety to it, so I played through that a little bit. And I got to play through the Call of Duty World War II beta, the private beta. Ooh. Oh, cool. Okay. For everybody that's wondering, it is a Call of Duty game. There's, uh, for people like Shelly... There's a whole generation of people <laughs> that have not played a World War II Call of Duty game. The first three Call of Duties were World War II era. The but one to be fair, to be fair, I also really don't play Call of Duty. Right, but I'm saying but, people your age. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, Modern Warfare was popular ten years ago. Well, ish. Wow. Not yeah. quite ten years ago. So, it, it's ago. been a little over a decade since a World War II Call of Duty game came out. So this is going to be fresh to a lot of the audience. I enjoyed quite a bit of what I played of it. I'm looking forward to the main game. There's a new mode Did in this Did they remake one. any of the stages? Not in the beta that I could recall. They're not in the beta? They're, that would be kind of cool to see. Yeah, so the my, my favorite thing about this beta was a new mode called War. And they did something similar to it in Battlefield 1, but it's you have the Axis forces, so like the, the Germans... And, you know, the Italians and stuff, they have to defend a series of, of objectives and the allies have to push through them. And so, you know, it's okay. like they're defending a house first and the allies are attacking the house. And then if the allies take it over, it pushes back to another objective where uh, the allies have to build a bridge across a chasm while the Germans are trying to defend the chasm from having the bridge built. Ooh. And then, okay. so it keeps pushing you back. It's it's Battlefront neat. had some kind of like a simplified version of that. I feel like so. LJ is saying operations mode, perhaps in Battlefield One. I knew there was some sort of give and take war sort of push okay. type build. Yeah, it was a lot of fun though. It's really neat. You know, you got the World War Two era guns. You got a grease gun and the M1 Garand and and all that sort of stuff. Trench guns and you've got trench warfare and. 
you know, snow-covered battlefields in um, Russia, and there are tanks rolling through the streets in some of these modes and stuff. It's pretty neat. Cool. You pick a division for your soldier to be, so you can either be like uh, an infantryman or a paratrooper, and you get different perks based on the progression of that sort of stuff too. So, I'm they trimmed it down. You can only get one perk. It's called a basic training. So you know you can do the whole thing where you can scavenge ammunition from the field, but you only get one perk on your class. You get a perk. And your primary weapon and a secondary weapon. And then attachments associated with that and a grenade. So it's not like the older games where it's a pick 10 system. It, right. I think it's going to be way more focused. I'm very hopeful. Cool. Yeah. Do you think it's a, a, a revival, I guess, for Call of Duty? I, sir, I, I hope so. I think that it's going to be okay. the revamp that the, that, that the franchise needs. That's good. Cool. Especially since it'll have a good campaign and they're redoing that zombie Nazi mode. So. Right. Yeah. They've had, I mean, the last few games have been kind of not as well received for sure. Yeah. The last one was. And I what was, was going to Infinite Warfare was the last one. I reviewed oh, yeah. it for us last year. And I really liked yeah. it. The, the multiplayer was kind of lackluster, but the campaign was great. Say Infinite and Advanced, right? And Advanced, Advanced was, was first and then Infinite. Yeah. And Advanced didn't do as nearly as well. No. Right. Advance was a lot weirder with the way its jetpacks worked, and of course, both of them had wall running and that sort of stuff. But wall no running. wall running in World War Two. <laughs> Hate to break it to you. <laughs> I mean, you could try, but you're gonna fall. <laughs> yeah, you you can dive forward. That's that's the most acrobatic thing you can do in this. You can sprint dive. Uh, I also am still streaming PUBG every Saturday to raise money for Extra Life. Mixer.com slash Righteous Fury Gaming there. If you can give a couple bucks, it's going to help families that can't afford to have the medical care their kids need. And finally, I finished Marvel's Defenders this week. Hey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How, the, yeah. how was it? I completely spaced that I did that as well. <laughs> I think you did that I last it, week. Like, immediately. Yeah, I think you did that yeah. last week. I liked it. I didn't finish it last week. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I did. I did the night of. That's why okay. it seems so distant for me. I really liked it. Uh, Jessica Jones is hands down the weakest character in that entire show. Hmm. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Who do you? <laughs> I thought that Danny Rand was way better in this than he was in the in the Iron Fist show. I think he was better than he was in his own show, but I still felt he was the weakest. Huh? No, Jessica Jones is still the weakest. That's interesting. It's interesting. Watching her fight scenes is so weird. Considering that I feel like Jessica Jones arguably is the most well, I guess Daredevil might be, but uh, she's one of the most well received, right? Uh, or We're like the sh- her own show is one of the more popular ones. Yes, of like all of them. Whereas Iron, I never Fist, watched her yeah. show. Whereas Iron Fist, I feel like was not well received by most people. And that might be part of it, Joey's like you didn't, you weren't a fan of her show. So it might be yeah. why you so Well, and so now that I've watched this, I didn't originally watch Luke Cage or Jessica Jones. I will not mm-hmm. be going back and watching Jessica Jones' show, but I do right. want to go back and watch Luke Cage. He's a really cool character. Yeah. He's I heard really that one. neat. I did hear lots of good things about Luke Cage, too. That actor is it's so really solid. Interesting. His show, in the beginnings of Defenders, you get his style of show with the rap music mm-hmm. and the... Uh, the way that it's filmed, um, and his whole show is like that. Okay, uh, and it's really interesting. They, I loved. Someone referenced it as a western, 
a modern hip hop western, um, and the hip hop music is used in the same way you would hear like that like music you hear in western song where it's like that weird. That's an interesting um, point. Atmospheric music that you hear in western, they use the hip hop for that, but it's very okay. Like people staring each other down, and you know, it's got a western feel, which is really interesting and weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I definitely think. He's a cool character. I'm going to go back and watch his show because I liked him so much in Defenders. Mm-hmm. And I need to finish Daredevil because I didn't finish season two of Daredevil either. Oh, man. So there were things that happened in Defenders that I know I, I should have seen You're Daredevil a for. confused, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of awkward. But it was a good show. Yeah. Uh, we can go ahead and move on to gaming news, though. We got a, Gamescom was this past week. Yeah. I, yeah. So, out of that, they, there were a lot of announcements. We're going to try to trim it down to get a few specific ones. Oh! I got my pre-order in on an SNES Classic. Yeah. Yay! Thank goodness. On Star Fox that 2. Was... Yeah, so I'm going to get Star Fox no. 2 and, and then, like, a few other attached games. That was difficult. <laughs> yeah. They're good games. Like, yes. Yeah. I am down the Chrono Trigger's not in it, but I understand why it's not. I was going through uh, looking really at it. Only game I'm disappointed they don't have. I was going down looking at the list last night, and of those 20 games, I would say there are probably 15 that are good, solid games. I don't know that I would have included some of them on that list. But overall, I mean, it's hard to complain with that collection. Right. You get Link to the Past, don't you? Yes. Nice. And I believe Super Mario World. Super Mario World, Super Mario RPG, Super Metroid, Super Castlevania 4... Yeah, Yoshi's Story, dude. Yoshi or Yoshi's Island. I mean, yeah. Yoshi's Island's one of my favorite platformers of all time. I mentioned my wife is not good at platformers, and I credit that completely, one hundred percent, to the fact that she never played Super Mario World. Oh man, you can play that two player. <laughs> yeah, you can totally trade that off. Hot seat that. <laughs> man, there's... she needs to play that. I feel like that teaches any kid how to play platformers. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Oh man. Now I'm excited for it to come in. It's it's coming in the very end of this month, uh, September. I'm sorry, not not this month, but Next so in about a month I should have it. There yeah. you go. Um. Okay. So the at Gamescom they opened up Xbox One X pre-orders and they sold out within a few hours. So wow. Uh, yeah, already sold out of those. The people that are getting the, that pre-order version are getting a Scorpio edition of the Xbox One X. Oh, yes. so, which is really cool. Yeah, they're doing that for for early for day one adopters of that platform, which is I can't think neat. of any other game company that like has used their code name. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they don't usually stick with the code names for a lot of that stuff, but you know, it, and it also has the coolest. Yeah, code Scorpio name was really cool. <laughs> it's better than X and well, the, a lot of the things. Xbox One. Wasn't the Xbox One or the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty was originally Durango? I think Durango, Durango is a pretty cool name. Um, Nintendo had one that was the Katana, I think. Oh. Yeah, I can't remember which one it was. I can't remember. I wanna... They had the Dolphin and the Katana. I don't remember. Dolphin was GameCube, wasn't it? Yes. Katana was Dreamcast. Okay, I was wrong. So, yeah, but I mean, like, there's been some really cool code names for platforms over the years. And yeah, so it's Scorpio's still the coolest. Kind of neat to see him lean Scorpio. into it a little bit. I have a Scorpio. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> now you sound like that that girl from Fairy Tale. I haven't watched the show, so I don't know. She's a 
What? She, I can't remember. She, like, opens up, she uses keys as her magic ability and opens up oh. keys for different <laughs> for different uh, signs of the Zodiac to come out and help her. Oh. That's Lucy. Lucy, sense. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was like the main character. Her voice actor is a them. voice actor in Valkyria Revolution. Okay. I went down a hole trying to figure out who some of these voice actors were in the game, and I ran across that. Uh, Nintendo has promised to ramp up production for the holiday. I say that. The GameStop article put ramp up in quotes, so who knows how, <laughs> what that really means. But it sounds like they're uh, they're going to try to make sure they have enough Switch consoles out there. That's sell two more. Smart. Yeah. To fam- family and friends. Yeah, try to saturate the market a bit better. Uh, as we mentioned before, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds became the biggest game on Steam, uh, just for a little while though. So Still Gamescom had their Invitational tournament, and mm-hmm. at one point, the game peaked on Steam with eight hundred seventy-seven thousand concurrent players. Oh, my that many were on the game gosh. at the same time, which topped uh, that topped Dota two by like thirty thousand at the time. And you have to think about how old is Dota two. It's been around several years. I mean, that is yeah, it's a, that is their a long cash time. cow. Oh, that reminds me of something else. I didn't have this in the notes, but I saw an article today. Um, Dota 2 is starting to get negative Steam reviews. Really? Uh, Maurice, Maurice published an article on our site this past week from something that he saw. The writer... Geeksnergrace.com. That's right. The writer for Half-Life went ahead and unveiled... Like, he released out into the wild what the Half-Life 3 story would have been. Oh wow! And basically said, "Yeah, they're never going to make this game. Here's the here's like what the story, story would have been." And Aww. people are negatively reviewing Dota Two because, because they're blaming that. that on the fact that 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 Half Life Three will never come out. Wow! Huh? They said Valve's just happy to rest on their laurels and keep making money with Dota. Yeah, so I don't know if that's smart or Dota. petty. Maybe both, but. I mean, it is a little like, of both. But yeah, fans of Half Life, like they promised a trilogy, right? They said we're gonna do Half Life Two episodes one, two, and three. They released episodes one and two and left it on a cliffhanger, and never they're never gonna finish never it. Happen. I own episodes one and two. How much gets changed now because of fan action? Yeah, you know, TV shows are getting revived because of it. Yeah. Um it's it's a big deal. Yeah. So. If it gets enough negative reviews, that could legitimately change something. Val's perspective. It would have to hurt their bottom line significantly before they would make a change. Right. I mean, basically, Valve doesn't care. Yeah. They make <laughs> yeah. so much money, they they don't do anything. Right. So. Uh, and then finally, in, in the news, Final Fantasy XV fans, if you also like Assassin's Creed... You're in you can buy into all this garbage crap crossover <laughs> trash. <laughs> you can tell how Joe feels about it. I think I think Square Enix is a major sellout. It really bugs me to see them. I mean, like Cup Noodles, Coleman Lanterns, what, whatever brand of car that was. Assassin's yeah, a, Creed. Did American Express, right? Or was it some American... Something? Discover. Yeah, American Express. Yeah. It's either Discover it's American Card or American Express. Yeah. It's so weird. It makes no sense that there's an American Express in uh, their world. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so many cops, cop-out, sell-out kind of crossover trash just for, for them to pocket some extra cash. I hate it. I thought it was the most well-done 
uh, branding like placement I've ever seen. I thought the and Cup all, Noodle Quest was kind of Except for neat. American Express. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, you have like a and, whole mission And for really, it. the Coleman stuff was kind of neat as well. And Coleman in truth, cool. looking at the Assassin's Creed DLC, it kind of looks neat. I love... He's doing the climbing with his... Uh, flash. His, his flash yeah. step or whatever. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the ability. I don't know. But him climbing up the walls, it almost looks natural for him to be an assassin. Yeah. And kind of a spoiler, but the game's been out like year uh, now, two years. Wait, is it about the ending? <laughs> I haven't beat it's, it yet. No, it's not the okay. ending. It's not overly spoilery. Well, chapter 13. Uh, but okay. one of the actions that you can do is come up behind people and assassinate them. Right. Um, Assassin's Creed style. And so it, it does make sense. They kind of showcase that in the commercial, him going up behind people and being an assassin. I want the robes. I am that fan <laughs> that I'm like, yep. I'm sold. Yeah, whatever. Is it? I, you want I didn't like check to see what the price of this was going to be. It's free, it's right? It's free. Okay. I say I'm much less sold if I actually have. Like to I, be I sold remember something. I, <laughs> I think I opened up my PS4 one day and it just had it downloaded and I was like, what oh. is this? Okay, cool. That's so, enough to make me turn the game. Back yeah, on. it is like the choker. I festival. still, I still have not played through any of the DLC. I beat that game, put 50 hours into the game, and I haven't gone back and done any of the DLC. So I downloaded, uh, what's the good dude's Gladio, name? Gladio, Prompto. Gladiolus, yeah. Um, I think I've downloaded them all. I bought at least Gladiolus and uh, Prompto. Promptos. But it's very linear. And so I had an issue with how linear the uh, and how corridor the gameplay was. I just remembered something else. So they announced it this week and they've shown screenshots. I don't know if you've seen this or not, but they've announced a pocket edition of Final Fantasy XV, have you seen this? No. They've completely revamped the art style. It looks very chibi, very cute. They're going to release okay. the full story of Final Fantasy XV as 10 episodes on mobile devices, and they said there's a good chance it's coming to Switch. Whoa, huh. I didn't hear that. Yeah, and it actually looks really, really cool. I The art style looks fantastic. I would get that. I want to check that out. I, I need to point out that Joe... Before we started this podcast, was like, Cody's got way too many notes. He's got this like tons of TV news. Oh, I was, I've only got three. I wasn't even going to put this in here. <laughs> we're about five or six in now. It's going to be a lot. <laughs> and they're all wonderful. Gamescom. I knew. I was like, Gamescom. I'm yeah. like, we got to talk about more than three stories. It's, it's going to come out. Yeah. Uh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So. That's cool. I I've already beaten Final Fantasy 15, but I want to go back and play. So, have you seen Final Fantasy, World of Final Fantasy? The the game that came yeah. out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Got that very chibi, sort of cartoony yeah, look. Yeah, that was that past this, this feels very similar to that. But it's the okay. Final Fantasy fifteen story. With the Final Fantasy fifteen characters. Gladio looks so cool. Man. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to grab some screenshots of it to show you in a little bit. Okay, yeah. we'll get into the pull list real quick. It's long this week. Madden is the linchpin that, that holds back everything. And just, there's so many games coming out this week. Uh, and it's going to be this way for a while. So let's go ahead and get into it. Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle comes out on Switch this week. So Looks amazing. Looks yeah. amazing. And I've, it's already been getting great reviews. That's great. From I love early that. review. Thank you, Switch. Thank you, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. On the 3DS, Coldcept Revolt. Uh, Coldcept was kind of a card battle slash board game sort of thing that came out on Xbox 360. Cold. Yeah. So it's interesting to see them bringing another one of those to the 3DS. 
Absolver comes out this week. That's the crazy-looking martial arts game that was shown a while back. Faceless characters and stuff. Life okay. Life is Strange, Before the Storm, Episode 1 comes out this week. Red Out, which almost looks like a Wipeout-type game, comes out this week. Resident Evil Revelations. Rock of Ages 2. Now, did you all ever see Rock of Ages that came Rock out on... Rock of Ages. <laughs> I don't know. What is it? This was a game that came out on Xbox 360 and PS3. Rock of Ages was. Where you play a boulder and you try to knock stuff over. <laughs> no, that's why it's called that. Bigger and Bolder. Bigger and Bolder. That's Bolder, right. that's so good. <laughs> so that's coming out this week. Wind okay. Jammers is making it back. So that game's been getting a revamp. I mean, that was a an SNK game way back in the day. Looks super cool. Could make a really neat eSport. So keep your eyes peeled for that one. If you're one of the fans of the Yakuza series, there's a new Yakuza game coming out this week called Yakuza Kiwami. And then there's also a new, you know, the Dynasty Warriors franchise? There's a Warriors game coming out this week that's like Warriors Heroes or something. Interesting. Looks pretty wild. Uh, I want to talk about one more game real quick called Last Day of June. And I have to tell this story (laughs) real quick because it's something that actually happened to me in real life. I got home from work the other day. There was a box on my desk or on my front porch. I was like, what in the world? I didn't order anything. Right. I got a PR kit from these developers. Wow. And I didn't really know too much about the game beforehand, but I'm very interested in it now. Turns out June is one of the characters in the game. Oh, it's a play uh, on words. Okay. And the the PR That's kit came with a box of Kleenex. A custom box of Kleenex. <laughs> and a card that had the hashtag all the fills. Okay. You know, you would hope that if they're going to be that owning up with a... With, uh, emotions because i feel like there gets to a certain point where some games are like oh you're gonna cry during this but like are you actually gonna cry i hope yeah. this game actually does be- and it's not just hyping up for something that will fall yeah apart, so i mean you guys okay so those of you that have seen me play a little bit of the last of us i ball like a baby yeah and <laughs> i genuinely like those experiences because if a game can hook me in a game that can grab me emotionally to the point where I identify well enough with the characters to mourn their loss, to me, that's really, that is a really powerful experience. So I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to playing that. Uh, and that's finally it for this week. Man, it, I do want to say, if all these games are on a pull list, it means Geeks Under Graces gaming section is going to be crazy going to be hopping i mean we're we're not going to be i I would be very surprised if we were able to cover all of these true there's a lot on that list but we're going to knock out we are hopping right i mean we've had a a new review or game article up on the site every day for like the last three or four weeks yeah yes so and yeah then lj is going to be at pax next week with shelly and so he's going to have stuff from that too yeah, mm. it's just it's an intense time of year for for the geek culture. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So what are you into, Shelly? <laughs> I mean, we just started talking about packs. I am super pumped for packs. <gasps> yeah. Um, I'm really excited to finally meet LJ. 
He'll be the last one of the podcast team for me to meet, so I could be the first yeah, one yeah. to officially say I've met everyone on the podcast team, which is really cool. But yeah, hopefully true. there'll be a time where we can all meet up, maybe next packs. That'd be super duper cool. Um, yeah. But it's going to be LJ and me and Drew, and we're going to be chilling. We're going to be going to game devs. We're going to take pictures, videos, and check out some games, and it's going to be a blast. So, packs. I look forward to packs every year. I've gone for the last four or five years. Five years? No, probably. Wow, four really? Years. I've gone quite a few number of years. Um, usually. Does that mean you started going when you were like eight years old? That no. Uh, <laughs> 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 I never went. Uh, whenever I went by myself, it was always just for one day or two days. Never right. more than that. So it's cool to just actually get media passes and actually do something at PAX because, you know, I had my first experience where it was just, hey, let's look at all the cool games and still that, but now it's like, there's more of a job with it. So I think it's just really, really cool. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I won't be, I won't shut up about that. I'm actually probably going to use my Twitter. I never (laughs) use my Twitter. I'll use my Twitter. I'll put up pictures um, and do stuff like that. Yeah. See, Joe's getting hyped. Bring the deluge. (laughs) So it's going to be so fun. Um, speaking of fun, I've been playing so much Breath of the Wild. I went on vacation this week, as you guys heard, that's why I wasn't here. While that time, playing Breath of the Wild, I feel no shame. It's so fun. (laughs) Um, I... Brought it with you, so it's probably the best mobile game you've ever had. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Uh, If you were in Wi-Fi range, you could have played Splatoon, too. Yeah, true. I... (laughs) I brought Splatoon 2, and I thought I was going to play it, and I just didn't end up playing it. Not, I still love that game. I'm still going to keep playing it. It's just that last week, Breath of the Wild took over my mind. I didn't realize with Splatoon, so it says you're online on Splatoon, even if, like, so Shelly was playing Breath of the Wild. Yeah. But because she was on Wi-Fi, it was saying that she was live. So I kept trying to join games, and it was like, no. And I was like, Shelly, won't let me join your game. I actually felt bad because I remember seeing the notification saying <laughs> Cody is now playing Splatoon 2. And I'm just like, oh, I could go play with him. Or I could uh, finish <laughs> this shrine. No, it's totally okay. I just thought that you were playing Splatoon. My, I figured you were probably playing that League play or whatever. Oh. And that I was just not good enough to join you. Oh. I, I do <laughs> League play sometimes. I That stuff, I did a little bit yet. of that before. Um, and it's, it's hard because I realize... I'm pretty good at Splatoon 2, but I'm only really good at Turf 4. I'm not very good at Rainmaker. Yeah. I'm not very good at Tower Defense, whatever those other ones are. I haven't played I'm any of those other modes. What is Rainmaker? Rainmaker, they... It's capture the flag? Yeah, capture the flag, pretty much, but essentially. But the Rainmaker is a gun. So, oh. you, yeah, your team tries to uh, claim the Rainmaker, and the Rainmaker can actually do lots of damage to the other team, so it makes it easier to keep it, but obviously the closer you get to their base, they you know, more defense they're going to have since it's their home Oh, so you have to run it into the enemy base. Yes. Yeah, you, that Ooh. the Rainmaker as a gun is the flag. Yeah. Okay, and you, but you have to run it into the enemy base to score. Yes. And yeah. whoever okay, gets the farthest cool. really good or at Rainmaker. hits the very end point wins. Cool. I've learned in Rainmaker not to take the Rainmaker. Yes, that um, too. <laughs> so as long as I have competent players, I can lead them to the base really easily with the way that my guns are set up. I have the little... Mm-hmm. whatever it's called thing uh and Roller. so that like Roomba the little Roomba okay <laughs> I have the Roomba and I shoot the Roomba and it does a straight line and they can literally just follow my Roomba to the base yeah okay. it's uh 
I remember one time I was playing it and I had the Rainmaker and I actually, it was the first time I played Rainmaker and gotten that far with the Rainmaker. <laughs> and I actually, I right. didn't know where I was supposed to put the Rainmaker and I was right next to the thing oh. and I could see the thing was like, put it here, put it here. But I didn't know you had to climb up the little wall and put it in. I thought you just had to be like okay. next to it or paint it or I didn't know what to do. So I stood there I and then I died and I felt really angry. bad. I get unreasonably angry when I have the Rainmaker because no one else is like leading the way like I do. Yeah. And I'm like, where is everybody? Need that support. I, to, I literally want to sit there. You're the best support the, character. No one else can do support like <laughs> yeah. you can do it. There you go. <laughs> it really bugs me. So I don't ever touch the Rainmaker because it makes me want to rage quit. Uh, I'm terrible at tower defense though. Yeah, that stuff's, um, it's so hard. From the very beginning, it's like, you, defense. one of the team has it, the other team has it, usually it's got dead, like, mm-hmm. finished in 30 seconds whenever I play. Almost, yeah, whoever gets it first usually ends it's up It's super it, hard anyways. to retake Seems it. almost unbalanced. Like, it's... Um, and then the capture, the areas, the zones, I really I do it. like that. I just, the times I played, I remember playing that in the first Splatoon and I really enjoyed it, but the second time I played, uh, mm-hmm. or with Splatoon 2, every time I played League play, it was never that mode, and I was a little sad about it. But, I could always go back and play more. I Speaking of Splatoon, uh, we got a new update. Oh, yeah! Yeah, I just thought about it. Since we're talking about it, we might yeah, as well. Yeah, sure. got a new level. Um, it's a ship. I can't remember what they called the ship, but it's it's a giant uh, like barge. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the event, Splatfest. Yeah, so it's okay. Team Flying or Team Invisibility? Invisibility. It's Team Invisibility. Uh, it's Team Invisibility. Uh, <laughs> or Team Flying. Maybe Team uh, Flying. But... I don't know. I haven't joined one yet. Your, your host, just... Cody Armor, has chosen visibility. <laughs> um, Mostly? Because I don't like Pearl. And Pearl is uh, oh, one of the spokespeople on the I TV. I don't like either of those and, uh, people. I don't... I... She chose... <laughs> That's why. Okay. I I don't know. I didn't know which ones chose what, so... She chose flying, and I was like, nope. I don't want so, one flying. She puts mayo on her cake. There's <laughs> a whole story about it. So there's... This is going to be really petty, <laughs> but... Do they still force you to watch everything every time you log in? Yeah. I don't want to go back to that game until they take that out. I really don't. I think it's a loading screen. Yeah, I don't care. I would rather look at a loading screen. I like it for every time it updates, they tell you what's going on, which is cool. Um, I don't need to know what's happening on four modes. Not the levels. It'll tell you when you, like the game updates. Okay. It'll tell you what changes we're getting. Yeah. Oh, okay. which really I, cool. I, I like that. I don't like the updates to the levels because I can literally just go there and find Exactly. Yeah. Especially someone who's playing story mode. Yeah, uh, you're like, you don't even care right. at that point. So. Um, yeah, that's really annoying. But it is really nice every time it updates. They're like, this is the changes we made. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway. Back to Breath of the Wild. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just. Back to the I'm game really that really matters. It. It's. <laughs> I don't even really know what else to say about it, honestly. I'm I have two of the divine beasts now. I have okay. the elephant one and the camel one. Those are the ones I did. Okay. I beat the camel. That's the only one I beat. Yeah. Um and Joe, the game is super easy to beat. <laughs> I, I'm easily distracted. Oh <laughs> 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 um, <Of> like <laughs> you only beat twenty percent of the game once you beat it. But you right, can, you can true. beat the game pretty quickly. <laughs> I, I just really like exploring, and I really like unlocking things, like unlocking the whole mm-hmm. map. That's what I really like doing. Unfort- I'm just, I'm really bitter 
that cent- central Hyrule, I think, is the one that I haven't been able to unlock yet because it's surrounded by guardians. I'm not quite to that level that I can actually fight them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not comfortable. There's a lot of trial and error for it's, me. It was really hard. So I can't unlock that tower. But it's just kind of crazy how I feel like I've been playing a lot of it, but there's still only half the map or so unlocked and mm-hmm. i haven't you know i've gone to the towers and so that part of the map is unlocked but i haven't even explored everything within that map i've only found two of the great fairy fountains i've you know it's it's crazy how big it is i love mm-hmm. it i i'm always going to play with modern games any more towns i think it's not populated enough yeah um but also the story doesn't bring you to like i think there's a couple of them a couple of those towers that the story doesn't even bring you to you have to go check it out on your own yes um and i would have loved the story to give me a reason to be there right besides exploring around. but um yeah still really enjoying it some of those shrines are frustratingly hard that's okay though <laughs> <laughs> um there's 120 of them there's 120 yes in total 20. so i want to get as many as possible i want to get as beefed up as possible so mm-hmm. but yeah i'm still gonna be playing a lot of that uh, besides that, I read a lot more Brand Sanderson over my vacation, so I'm already over halfway through Words of Radiance, which is a big feat considering how fat of a book it is. So I'm probably around 600 pages in. The book itself is 1,100 pages, so there we go. Okay. I would love to have it finished before the third book comes out, but again, I I don't know. That's coming out in October or November, I think. So I have time. It's just I gotta be really committed to it, um, and not fall flat. It's so I, all the the characters are coming together. It's just really great. I can't really talk about it because one spoilers and two you don't no spoil one anything. To talk about, yeah. So, um, but if you've read the book and want to come talk to me on Twitter, just tweet at me or something, please, because I feel like <laughs> no one's read those books except my friends. <laughs> um, so some other things about Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Heroes and Warriors. So. Some very recent news on Fire Emblem Heroes. So there was a Choose Your Own Legends event where people got to choose and vote on which characters they wanted in the game. And they had, you know, whoever got first. So the most wanted for males were Ike and Roy. The most wanted females were Lynn and Lucina, which is great. So right now they have special banners where you can get those characters plus the other popular characters who were chosen. There's going to be a voting gauntlet on it. And then they're also going to... Uh, have another banner where it's the top four but the um brave versions of them so different skins different weapons but they look really cool they're not sexualized at all like the other ones frustratingly are i'm really pumped about it but the most exciting thing is that you straight up get to choose which one you want they give you because i mean they have been for a while doing a first free summon you don't need you don't need orbs so this one they literally just give you four orbs for each color and you just choose which one you want. So you are guaranteed cool. to get yeah. one of those characters. And I'm definitely going for Lynn. And I, <laughs> and she uses a bow. And so we okay. call her Bo Lynn. <laughs> like from <Lush laughs> Which is great because I love Bo that's Lynn awesome. as well. He's one of my favorite Bo characters. Lynn. But um, that's really cool. They're also, they gave, you know, feeding in a lot of different uh, new levels and stuff so you can get orbs so you can actually afford all of this if you want to get more of them. So that's really nice. That's great. Uh-huh. They're doing well there. Where Fire where Fire Emblem is not doing well is in Warriors. So the most recent news from that 
is that um, they basically released a new trailer last week, I believe it was. And um, Mm -hmm. they revealed that they have all of the family members from both families in uh, Fates. So they have the Hoshido family, they have the Nor family, which they already had released Xander and Ryoma to be in them. They released Corrin, female Corrin. Um, But that was kind of it. So not only do they have all those characters announced and not any more classic original characters like Lynn or Hector or, you know, Erica, whatever. Um, but from the trailer, it looks like the actual storyline is based on the siblings being lost and they're trying to find each other. So I'm really confused how Robin and the rest of the Awakening characters play in. I'm confused where the new characters play in. I'm cons- like, I where's Marth? Why is he there? It's just, at this point, they need to call it Fire Emblem Fates Warriors or Fire Emblem New Games Warriors instead of <laughs> Fire Emblem, here are the games that we think everybody loves, but really they want other characters, Warriors. It's just... <sighs> it's just frustrating because I understand that Awakening and Fates were the games that saved the whole franchise, but... The game, the characters people want are the original characters from the original games. So, and if they throw them as DLC, I'm just going to throw a fit because that's dumb. So, it's just, I've been looking forward to this game for so long. And now I'm debating if I should even get it or not. Because I don't want to support this if that's what they're doing. So. Yeah. Right. Ah, it's hard. But, sorry, I went on a huge rant there. That's fine. <laughs> I know no one else feels really like this because they're not as invested as I am, but that's okay. Maybe there's someone I listening like, who yeah. is. I was going to say, I like Fire Emblem, but I'm just not into it like you are. Like, yeah. That's, that's right. your jam. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I, I'm i still very bad at... Uh, I'm still trying to play through Roy's game. I'm being really slow at it. I want to get through all of those games. I want to get to Ike's games. So I haven't actually played all those games yet. I just know how much people love their characters. So they just need to use them. It's so simple, yeah. I feel like. If they could throw Marth in there, they could throw Ike in there. Anyway. He'll be DLC. For $25. Heck. A piece. Heck that. I really hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> heck, heck that. that. Heckin' day. Heckin' darn tootin'. Um, <laughs> um, so, to finish that up, yeah. Um, that's basically all I've been geeking out the last couple weeks. I also, though... Finally, tonight, pre-ordered the Death Note All-in-One collection thing. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, and LJ did this too, by the way. He's the one who told me about it. Uh, It's basically the entire Death Note manga series. The whole series in one book. 1,400 pages or so. Goodness all in a gracious. big collection with a they talk about like magical like good binding technology so it doesn't rip and like all this stuff and it looks really cool um <laughs> and it's relatively cheap i think for something like that so that's why i jumped we on sewed it. it together with the skin of a demon because i just bought it on amazon <laughs> for and i have amazon prime um so maybe it's cheaper because of that but i got for 25 ish dollars for entire series, that's for pretty cheap for all that advanced bonding technology. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Right? laughs> that's probably where twenty of the dollars went. Um, 
But I mean, I still have my two, um, one, uh, One Punch Man manga things. Um, I'm pretty sure both of those were like fifteen dollars. So getting an yeah. entire series for something that costs like that much less than that seems yeah. like I can't just not do that as a Death Note fan. I love the anime, so yeah. But I still haven't watched the movie on Netflix. And I probably won't unless I'm really feeling like I'm bored someday and want to laugh at something because I've heard it's laughable. I've heard it's pretty rough. It's yeah. <sighs> I was gonna watch it before the podcast and that didn't happen. Uh, so hopefully next week I can tell everyone that it's as bad as everyone thinks or that it's better than everyone thinks. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Optimism. It sounds like it's a low bar right now. I just yeah, and I'm easily pleased. So right. we'll see. You know what I what, what I, I have heard week. is that if you compare it directly to the anime and expect it to be just like the anime, you're going to be disappointed flat out. If you think of it as taking ideas from the anime and making it its own thing, it's actually not too bad. So okay. I would, but I haven't seen yeah, the anime, exactly. So. so I would, I think it may be more enjoyable if you haven't seen the anime, and then you watch the anime and then you realize how good that is too. So then, win win. <laughs> I don't know, but yep. That's a thing. Let's go into movie news. Mm. I've talked enough about things. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go into some quick stuff first, and then we're going to wrap it up with the Westboro Baptist Church thing, because that's, I think, is going to be definitely a topic of discussion. Um, so we finally get a first look of Gotham by Gaslight. That is going to be yeah. an anime movie, and it has Batman fighting Jack the Ripper, which is yep. crazy. It's in Victorian, you know, era... Batman, he looks like Batman, but he's a very different version of Batman. Um, Mr. Wayne. Sir Wayne. It makes (laughs) so much sense to put him in Victorian era. It does. With how Victorian era everything is already. I was going to say, yeah, you look at something like Bloodborne that's made in that same sort of setting. It fits Victorian very well. Yeah, and I mean, he's supposed to be one of the greatest detectives ever, so why not just put him as a Sherlock character? He's Sherlock, yeah. So... Yeah, if you uh, if you watch the first look, that was Shelley yeah. you know, was talking mm-hmm. about. Um, they mention the they they had those parallels, and they said a lot of Batman fans will be Sherlock fans, so why not bring him into that world? Yeah, they said they're making him a little bit more human, especially I, I yeah I saw the first look, and they talked a lot about how the mask you can actually see his eyes really well, and how that actually really reflects his character a lot, which is really interesting. Okay. I think um, so. I love that he has chops. I don't know why I like that, <laughs> but I think it's great. Yeah. He's got big old chops. Oh, chops! That is the style. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's really something to look forward to if you're a Batman fan, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't, don't know when that's coming out, though. But go look up the first look. It's worth it. It does look cool yeah. to see Batman on horseback. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone in the top hats. It's great. So, other exciting <laughs> things... The Avatar sequels are finally in official production, um, yeah. which is really exciting. Not just being talked about and delayed yeah. and talked about. I mean, they, they <laughs> said they were going to have sequels. Turns out there's going to be four of them. It's going to be four okay. sequels. That's, that's ridiculous. They know which years they're going to come <laughs> out. Um, the I think the main cast for this next sequel is going to finally start filming and stuff in September. So that's really soon. How great would it be if we uh, they took so long to produce that we actually found alien life before 
They were done. <laughs> we found Pandora. We have managed <laughs> to mine unobtainium. <laughs> oh, gosh. And we find out that James Cameron just found life all along, and that he's just plagiarizing an idea that actually happened. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> from first look, I thought this was really ridiculous. You know, having so many sequels, having so much. But on another hand, they haven't said, I don't think explicitly that they're going to have the same characters and it's going to be taking place right after the first avatar for all we know right like it could world. be yeah just totally. same world different clan different but characters haven't, haven't they said the same villain's going to be in every single movie though it's going to be the same main villain in every oh, movie i didn't hear that you may be right i just hmm. i hope that's not true i think that's what i saw because <laughs> i I just, they they built this whole world of Pandora and it looks so interesting. And all I would want in these next four sequels is to just dive into that world and let us see all the corners, all the different subcultures of it. I think that'd be amazing. And I think you can, as, you know, brilliant as James James Cameron is, I think he could stuff all that Mm -hmm. in four movies. So. But I watched Brilliant as long as he's not talking about Wonder Woman. I watched the first (laughs) movie five times in theaters. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've never watched any movie more than once in, or twice <laughs> in theaters except that. Yeah. yeah, it was a spectacle for sure. Gosh. It was really a big event when it happened. So. I was also apparently really bored at the time. <laughs> it was in like so 20, the, it's beautiful. 15 hours of the same movie. Yeah. No, 2009. <laughs> we just want to be in that world. We wanted more of it. It yeah. was, yeah. So... I am tentatively quite excited for this. I We haven't heard a ton mm-hmm. still, really, about what's going to be about. Or, again, the characters are... Could be that the same villain is in every time. I really hope not, but we'll see. Um, but, yeah. Uh, some DC Cinematic Universe... Or, excuse me, Extended Universe uh, news. Yeah. So, I remember... And I think we might have even talked about on the podcast how Jared Leto was not really happy with the, you know joker showtime on suicide squad how it's like and people yeah. obviously wanted to see him more but it made it sound like you know rumors were spreading that he wasn't going to be joker again they just didn't like being joker but he's fully come on commo- i can't say anything he is fully committed to joker and being joker so in the next couple movies mm-hmm. sounds like he's gonna be joker and suicide squad 2 in uh i heard there's rumors of a movie with joker and holly quinn I don't know if that's actually yeah. happening, yeah. but yeah, there. I think yeah. he would be. That's in, in that. talks. They were worried that it would, uh, it would happen instead of uh, the sirens. Oh yeah. But the sirens is still happening. Right. So. Gotham sirens. I am not sure about the little spinoff with Joker's origin story because I don't think that spinoff is going to be part of the extended universe. So I'm not sure if they would. Yeah, want I don't think it's supposed to be Jared Leto. As him? I don't know. They're looking for a younger... Right. Person. Okay, yeah. yeah. That, that would make sense. Yes. But yeah. that's exciting. I mean, I still haven't seen Suicide, Squ- Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. But I so like fun. it. There are a lot of people that don't. That's what, yeah. If you like so Marvel movies, didn't like it, so. it's great. Because it's just a Marvel movie. Yeah. There you go. In the DC universe. So, I, yeah, I can't say how great Jared Leto's Joker is because I can't say anything about it but if you do like his Joker that is very good news and if you don't like his Joker I know a lot of people didn't like his Joker that's probably the weakest part of Suicide Squad uh, um, I just don't think he got enough screen time yeah. I think he was wonderful hmm. it's a very different Joker than what people are used to that's what I yeah. sort mm-hmm. of get from that 
Um, He's not Heath Ledger. Right. Can't have another Heath Ledger. Um, but some more extended universe. So the Batman, which is clearly a Batman movie, right? <laughs> that is officially yeah. going to be part of the DCEU. So it's yes. not going to be a spinoff like the Joker origin story or something. It's going to be officially part of it. So that's exciting, yeah. too. There was kind of a scare with that with Matt Reeves. I think his exact words were, it's not part of the DC. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're like, wait. That's pretty explicit. What? <laughs> yeah. Why? And now he's backtracking. And he's like, I didn't say that. I was kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. He was saying basically like, it's not, or Batman and Superman, and then uh, this Justice League movie, like they're really heavily connected to the universe. Uh, this is going to be more like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, where it's happening in a totally different you know, storyline, but it's in that world. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be connected, but just loosely, and it's going to be very much Batman's story. Yeah. So. Which is good. I think it's great. Good DC news. So, that's all we have for all the other news. Let's talk back about Westboro Baptist Church movies. So, they're making yeah. this movie. What is what I read about? What the plot line's going to be? It's not... And what I thought, you know, at first was like, oh, maybe it's like this weird, like, documentary on, like, the history of it and just, like, you know, some, no, it's it's going to be an actual movie. It has Reese Witherspoon. It has some other famous people. Um, and it's going to be the granddaughter. It's going to focus on the granddaughter of the founder of Westboro Baptist. Mm-hmm. And I really how... have to wonder, like, are is the Westboro Baptist Church going to pick it the movie? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know if they've heard of this. <laughs> but um, it's yeah. Focus on the granddaughter and how she and her family obviously grew up in the church, but then she starts, mm-hmm. um, you know, questioning beliefs and stuff like that. And ends up at the end leaving the church, and it's not just her leaving Westboro Baptist Church; it's her just leaving the faith altogether. Yeah, there's a really great uh, documentary called I want to say it was like World's Most Hate America's Most Hated Family. Uh, something along those lines. If you look at Westboro Baptist documentary, you'll find it. And the uh, Megan Phelps Roper uh, is her name, and she uh, is in that documentary. And I really had a hatred for the entire church until I watched that podcast. And you then, watched the podcast. Not a good Christian, but I had a uh, documentary. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, when I watched the documentary, uh, not being a good Christian, no longer, like, I didn't hate the, the entire church, but I still uh, have a fiery hatred for Fred Phelps, um, which isn't good of me, but it, it, it's there. <laughs> the dude's garbage. Is he, is he a good swimmer? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't shark. believe so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's very much this world uh, where they can't leave. Like, it's really hard for them to leave because the only people that love these family members or will say they love these family members, are other family members. The entire world hates these people. And if you leave this church, you're completely excommunicated from it. Uh, So you have literally no one if you walk away. And the fear for a lot of these people is if they walk away, not only will their family hate them, but the rest of the world will still hate them too. Hmm. Um, So it's a really harsh, brainwashing situation where like it really makes them feel trapped. Uh, And so... I, I think it's a really interesting story. I just hope that it's not completely 
like demonizing all churches. Yeah, it's right. It's worrisome. I just yeah, I don't really know how to feel about it because everyone collectively agrees that Westboro Baptist Church is not a good church. Non Christians mm-hmm. believe that. Christians believe that. It's a it's an agreed the yeah. The Baptist beauty. We all agree on this thing. <laughs> so, yeah, I just have no idea. Are they going to show different Christians from outside the church? Or are they only going to show Christian representation from people within the church? Are they only going to show... Right. Yeah, it's just how much representation of Christianity is going to be shown. And, it, and how much, like, what percentage right. of that is going to be only from Westboro? So. Because the message could easily be freedom is found uh, leaving the church. And that could be the whole message. And we have no context behind it besides freedom is found outside of religious walls. Right. And that's not the right message. So, And of course, we don't really know. It's going to be a movie. I wonder if any of it's going to be dramatized or, or you know, twisted, oh, sure. you know, to go from the real story in a way that's negative towards you know christianity in general or positive i don't know it's just a tricky thing because i feel like hollywood doesn't care enough about christianity to remember to put them in a good light it's just oh Mm -hmm. everyone collectively hates this church let's write a screenplay on it let's make a movie on it and talk about this you know brave granddaughter who like walked away from the church so yeah yeah i don't know (laughs) It's going to be really interesting, and uh, I guess we'll just have to see what it's like when it comes out. I have no idea when it's coming out, yeah. so I just know that's in the works. Reese Witherspoon is in it. I'm yeah. not sure if she she might be playing the granddaughter. I'm not really sure. I don't know who she's playing. I have no I feel idea. Like she, I just know she's part well, of it. She's in yeah. it. That's all I know. Which is just, like, just considering <laughs> that's that's a big name, I would say. Yeah, definitely. So. Yeah, but uh, that's what we got for our movie news. So, what's what you got, Cody? Yeah, uh, we already talked a little bit about Splatoon, so I'm not going to really go into that. Uh, but I have been playing a lot of it. Uh, watched Adventure Time. I think we're caught up now. Uh, you can catch that on iTunes if you want, or Hulu, I think, has it. I think that's where LJ's been watching it. Um, I'm Islands is this little mini-series within the show, uh, and it's super plot filled um it's really sad hmm. like it's just a it's a really deep story for about four or five episodes which is really cool to see i would love to see more of adventure time go that direction but i know i've heard rumors that adventure time is kind of closing up so we'll see about that i beat magikarp jump you which is ridiculous what? Wow. I, I beat the game. I'm proud of you. It is a game that can be beaten. Thanks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't think anyone else would tell you, so I want to tell you. Yeah. I don't. I uh, can't say that I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm impressed. For those who don't know, Patrick Ryan used to be the producer for the Geeks Stories podcast. Uh, he no longer is, but he's still friends with me on Facebook, and he called me out and was like, hey... I'm beating you on Magikarp Jump. And that was probably like two months ago, a month ago. That was, yeah. I don't know. It was about a month I feel ago, like I think. Two. Uh, and I was like, well, that can't happen. And so I uh, completely just went all in on Magikarp Jump to beat him. Uh, and now I am maniacally planning the way that 
this is a spoiler, but it's for a mobile game, and I don't think anyone cares. No one's gonna beat. No one it. plays it for the story. Don't beat Med. <laughs> you don't yeah, play there is no story. story. You, you play, play it because you're when bored. You... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, when you beat Magikarp Jump, you your Magikarp maxes out at level 100, but you can continue to grow your Magikarp past that experience-wise. So statistically, he'll grow, but his level doesn't okay. grow. Uh, basically, I don't know. It's weird, uh, but you can continue to indefinitely as for far as i know grow a magic heart so right now i am working towards uh just growing my magic heart as much as possible so that when patrick finally beats the game i can go and just hit jump and uh completely uh... be like three times as far as he is because it's way wow easier. you are <laughs> sadistic <laughs> that's so funny i i hope he listens i don't know if he he's never anymore, he's never gonna but, uh, get to that point <laughs> oh wait you did what well, he's you finally beat that game kaboom <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was just slowly waiting <laughs> he's uh, gonna look at then... you and go man you just wasted the last three months of your life <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, I'm worried he's given up because I could watch his like progress they have a leaderboard right. and it hasn't grown in a while uh, I'm giving up <laughs> so I, might be, <laughs> I might have done this all for naught but Patrick I'm ready for you. <laughs> fight. Magikarp, fight. Yep. Splash. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a competitive person. It's weird. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. I'm kind of just waiting for a new game to come. I usually play one mobile game at a time. Uh, Cap Titans 2, baby. <laughs> it's got to be a new game. Something's got to pique my interest. In, maybe this Final Fantasy uh, re- oh, yeah. reboot thing. Yeah, mobile game. That might take me away. There's a we'll, uh, there's a we'll Titanfall see. game on mobile now too. Oh, oh cool. I didn't know that. Uh, it's got to be Android. I know yeah, a lot of these I have an Android. come to iTunes. Okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, definitely interested in that. And then I don't usually talk about my D and D adventures, uh, but <laughs> I freaked Joe out uh, <laughs> yesterday <laughs> because I I used to raise horses. For those who don't know, um, my first job was training them, and all I said with no context was. My horse was almost eaten. I just about cried. And Joe was like, I'm, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, almost eaten? How do I respond so, to that? Like, that doesn't happen usually. <laughs> I had been playing for like three to four hours of D&D. And so in my mind, like, didn't need to explain it to anyone for some reason. Uh, just because I was in that mindset. Uh, my horse in Dungeons & Dragons was almost eaten. And uh, basically... I hid from a monster. I basically let it out into the wild. This giant beast. Uh... And so I wasn't worried about it until one of the people in the party was like, what about your horse, man? And I was just like, started tearing up because I was like, I bought this horse and everyone hates me for it. So that's the thing. I bought it and everyone, I figured everyone else would buy a horse and no one did. So it's just literally my horse and I'm going to ride it and no one, <laughs> everyone else has to walk. <laughs> uh, and everyone's just mad at me for buying it because I wasted the money. And so I was really worried that because the horse is very unneeded right now, that my dungeon master would be like, and it was eaten. Oh, man. <laughs> well, was it? Uh, it wasn't eaten. We're good. Okay. Um, the owl bear. That's what it was. <gasps> Owlbear! Oh, oh my gosh, Ooh. I remember yeah. that was one of our first monsters we had to fight, and it was terrifying. <laughs> we So the plan was, we had a guy that was going to die, um, 
we didn't go and rescue him in a room. But the people that had him captive had this owl bear captive. And so I was like, man, it'd be really smart to just open the door and, you know, let loose the Hulk. Yeah. Um, and instead of going after its captors, it just ran away. It was just like, I'm out of here. Got it. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, but Epona is alive. Thank goodness for that. You it named Epona. it Epona. I named it Epona. Of course. I was going to name it Electra, which is my, uh, wasn't my first horse growing up, but it was the horse that I had for the longest amount of time. Um, and so I, because something could happen to it, I couldn't name it yeah. Electra. That makes sense. Uh, not based off the character, Electra from, uh, Defenders. The Marvel. Yeah. She had a this lightning strike looking thing on the front of her face. It was Electra. Probably, Daredevil might have had a little bit to do with it. Maybe that's where the name came from, but it wasn't like naming her after that character. Mm, yeah. But that's probably where I heard the name in the first place. But that's all I've been doing this week. So, things I'm geeking out in the TV world. Uh, Star Trek is rated TV mature, which I was not expecting, mm. uh, but I'm not surprised by. Yeah. Usually Star Trek seems really family friendly. You know, I was going to say, yeah. Parents would always <laughs> it's watch not family friendly because of, I mean, I feel like it was originally family friendly just because they didn't have the right materials and graphics to make it not family friendly. And they're definitely not like a, at least in the original shows, they were never, I think, into like sex scenes or anything like that. They're always like, of course, right. Kirk was a player. Well, I was going to say, Shatner's character was definitely He was all a over player, the but they never showed anything, <laughs> Right. I believe. It was always like, he just has a girl with him right. and kisses girls. Right. But, so I... Explored more than the galaxy. Yeah, I guess it can make sense now with, with technology terrible. being where they want to be. They could actually make the scary things they want. They could go further with things now. So Yeah, it seems to have a heavy focus on the Klingons. The Klingons. Which could get pretty brutal. So, I'm interested. I I'm, might watch this show. I My wife is a huge fan. I've said that before. Uh, I've never watched one of them. Uh, yeah. So, I'm, I'm thinking about watching it. Kill. I just need a place to watch it. Do you remember what's gonna it's going to be on? I believe Sci-Fi. Okay, I could do that. No. No, it's a cable network. Sci-Fi is... Cable. Ah, I can't remember now. Well, like a like a CBS ABC. It's not ABC though. Like a something CBS. like that. Yeah. Says LJ. It is CBS. LJ knows oh, okay. all. Perfect. Yeah, I was thinking sci-fi, but yeah, it's CBS, because sci-fi is getting Krypton. Uh, also in the news, James Gunn, who is Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, he directed that. He's rebooting Starsky and Hutch, and the only reason I'm slightly excited is because it's James Gunn. So a buddy cop movie just sounds TV. A buddy cop TV show. Uh, directed by James Gunn. Sounds fantastic. And then one that I'm legitimately really excited about is Shannara Chronicles. Yeah. It was on MTV. I talked about that quite a bit. Uh, I liked it because I had the mindset of it being a web series. And if you have that mindset, the CGI doesn't bother you as bad. I um, didn't mind the CGI that much anyway. I mean, and I watched it on Netflix. I, I had issues with it. But if I viewed it like I did uh, a machinima, I thought it was amazingly well done. Okay. Um, so that, we were really worried it was going to get canceled. It kind of did get canceled. It's no longer going to be on MTV. It's going to be on Spike, uh, which is also a Viacom-owned company. So it's just moving channels. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. They, they've got a commercial for it. 
should be coming out October, I believe October 11th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, yeah, coming up really soon. And it's really interesting because I haven't heard anything about Shannara Chronicles for the last year. Uh, it's been pretty yeah. dead in the water since. And now we have commercials and it's it's debuting in a month. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be kind yeah, of Yeah, that's good. Uh, oh, I probably should say, for those who don't know what Shannara Chronicles is, it's in the future. That's pretty obvious towards the beginning. And it is, like, it doesn't seem like the future. It's a old fantasy type situation. Yeah. So there's elves, kind of. It's magics. It's like po- post-apocalyptic Earth that we know it has turned into a fantasy future. Yeah. It's kind of like the the video game. What video game just came out? Zelda on PS4. Horizon, uh, Horizon Zero, Zero Dawn. Dawn. Yeah. Okay, I Horizon was like, Zero that's Dawn. Zelda on PS4. Wrong. Zelda would never come out on PS4. Uh, I'm like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the same right. thing. Uh, except there are no robot monsters in this. It's very fantasy-esque. Uh, and then I wanted to mention real quick, I'm just kind of flying through, there's a lot of them, like Joe said. We, we got a <laughs> lot of content today. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Godless is a Marvel TV show, or not a Marvel, a Netflix TV show. Sorry, okay. Marvel's coming after this story. <laughs> uh, it's a Netflix TV show, it's a Western. Uh, I'm. It looks really good, but I'm really worried with that name, Godless. Yeah. Uh, it could be a very godless show. Uh, no well, and Netflix doesn't put restrictions on Netflix the content that they'll show. Right. Yeah, it'll be very HBO in that sense. Right. Uh, I think that it could be really cool um, if they put a religious spin on it and it's a bunch of godless people um, and we get to kind of see commentary on human nature uh, without God, but it being like, I don't want it to be a godless show. I want there to be a conversation there um about god and i think that could really open it up but as we've seen on preacher uh like i'm not gonna get too far into it but i was hoping the best for preacher and only got a few episodes into that um hoping there was a conversation there and it wasn't so hopefully we don't have a similar situation here with godless and finally people are pretty excited about this Uh, marvel is working on another tv show jessica jones is Highly well received by everyone but Joe. Uh, on Defenders <laughs> She's the worst defender. The TV show. <laughs> <laughs> she was the least defensive uh, in defending the city. She was definitely the lamest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's an offender. She says <laughs> My big thing uh, with her is just that she she was supposed to be crazy strong. And a lot of her fight yeah. scenes just make it look like she's having normal fights. Yeah. She's not doing anything cool. She's just throwing punches. But she would pick up, like, garbage cans and cars and Yeah, stuff. but that was that was lame. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it didn't make car. it look That's like lame. she was some sort of... I mean, in the fights, you know, once or twice she did something cool. That was mm-hmm. my concern. Like, I wanted to see every time she threw a punch, somebody should have flown through a brick wall. Right. Not one I... time in the entire series. That's true. I really did enjoy the fact that her fighting style wasn't more... Sh- she looked like someone in a bar fight the entire time. Yeah. She never looked like some martial artist, expert fighter. She was, like... You could tell that she depended on her strength and not on her skills. <laughs> um, so, I, I really like that. But 
people I think are really liking her just because she's this strong, smart aleck uh, female lead. Yeah. And so she's not, she's definitely not not ashamed of herself in any way. Yeah. Um, and so people want that strong female character for a Marvel show. Uh, and so I don't know what channel this is going to be on, but they are working on a new show, and it's going to be a female lead. Uh, Jessica Jones-esque, I believe in the sense that she's going to be strong and um, not really care about others. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so people are saying that it could be Quake, Daisy from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. getting her own spinoff. Oh. Could be a way that they go about it. Because she's very, if she went on her own show, could be very independent. Okay. Um, very tough. I want to see uh, a lot of rumors have been spinning around. Probably not going to happen, but a She-Hulk show. That could be cool. Yeah. And that would connect her to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the movies, yeah. way more than any of the other shows have. Maybe Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. is pretty closely connected. Yeah. Um, but having, being Bruce Banner's cousin, I could really pull that in, which is cool. Yeah. Plus, she's a lawyer. If they do it on Netflix, not saying they are, uh, that kind of gives her, you know, a lawyer, and there's a lot of stuff with Daredevil being a lawyer uh, that could get cross-play there. Yeah. I just think it could be cool. She-Hulk on Netflix. Or, yeah, Netflix. I don't want it on ABC. <laughs> uh, as much as I like S.H.I.E.L.D. right now, S.H.I.E.L.D. is being, doing amazing. Yeah. Uh, the CGI is never the best. Yeah. So. Yeah. Not that it's been awesome on Netflix. Netflix is really good when they don't use CGI. They definitely put a lot of money into their actors. Which is good. We'll see. Uh, not that they have... I guess I'm talking out loud. They don't really have to CGI She-Hulk. She's usually like a human-sized person. She's just really strong. Yeah. She wasn't all built up like the Hulk is. Hmm. Anyways, I want to ask you guys, before we close up, what do you want to see as a Netflix show? Or a TV... Or a Marvel show? I'd like, to see, I'd like to see the X-Men. X-Men? Yeah. You're getting gifted. Gifted is in that universe, in that world. Yeah, I want the X-Men. No? I, I want to see Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Who would play Wolverine in your TV show? I don't know. I like Nightcrawler. But Hugh I Jackman. don't know who would play. Just don't have, <laughs> yeah. just don't have him. Let's bring him back again. Just have all the other X-Men. <laughs> yeah. Because. We'll have Hugh Jackman as the Wolverine, and then they'll pay like $10 an actor. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Joe just wants a Nightcrawler TV show. <laughs> but yeah oh yeah that would be cool i'd be down with that that'd be sweet yeah uh how about you squirrel girl 100 percent squirrel girl that's been another one people really yeah. want and i listen to them girl. and i say that's smart it doesn't even have to be like crazy action crazy dark I crazy getting a squirrel girl i want show. to be crazy in the sense where she's crazy and has fun and there's squirrels everywhere i think i don't think she's getting her own show but i think she's appearing in something oh really it's being made yes yeah because, so, I mean, yeah. I still remember way back when we were talking about how I think Anna Kendrick or someone wanted to be Squirrel Girl. I'm all so for that. I would love that. Yeah, that'd be so, great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's all we have time for. I don't know. These are usually, these times vary. I can't say that. Uh, but that's all we have to talk about yeah. today. So we'll close up here. Remember, September 29th, that is a Friday. Remember September. No. <laughs> uh, clear your schedules 5 o'clock pacific standard time which is the normal twitch.tv time so you should be watching Shelly anyways yeah. uh, uh, the 5th of November I really offended LJ <laughs> <LJ's>. apparently <laughs> I was like upset 
No! No, it's 5th of November. Yeah, that's what LJ says. He's like, no, it's the 5th of November. I haven't seen that movie, so. Isn't that something else? The 5th of November is a song. Remember, remember. It's 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 from Viva Vendetta, which I haven't seen. Well, it's it's the Guy Fox thing. What's the country song? There's a country song that's about a war. About uh, what? There's a lot. There are a lot. Fifth of November. Is it carried his brothers away? No. It's really so- sad. Okay. Never mind. Close podcast. <laughs> edit now. <laughs> you can't edit now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Joe, where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter at Jono's Games and Mixer.com slash Righteous Fury Gaming. Come on out, sun, not Sunday, Saturday. I never get this right all the way through. <laughs> Saturday, okay. noon to 2 central. How about you, Shelly? You can find me on Twitch at Shellshock24 and Twitter, especially this weekend, for PAX at the Shellshock24. <laughs> if you're going to PAX, please tweet yeah. at me or tweet at someone and say because Elder and I would love to meet you. Totally. And you can find me at Cody Armor on Twitter. Uh, I forgot to mention, I'll be going to NindesuCon this oh. Friday. What, what did you say? Really, NindesuCon. It's a really big anime convention. That's cool. Here in Denver. Uh, it's it's actually quite large. So you're going to so. be there the same time that LJ's heading to PAX? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm the only Sorry, one not doing a con this week. Oh. Yeah. Jeez, Joe. Man. <laughs> uh, so if you if you see me at Indusicon, you can say hi. I'll talk about it Monday. Uh, yeah. Or, well, Wednesday for the podcast listeners. Yeah. Bye. We're, uh, we're, uh, we're done. It's over. End it now. Uh, keep gaming. Keep praying. God bless. End Shut it, now. it down. Bye. Quick, turn it off.